Filthy casuals. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 3VO Podcast, where we are all on the same team. I'm one of your hosts today, Brendan. And I'm the other one, Jordan. And if you're new here, we're just two big old nerds who love, love, love video games, and we love to share our love of video games with you. So, if you too are a lover of video games, then you are in the right place. As always, it's time to check in. Jordan, how's it going? I'm doing pretty... Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah? It's been a pretty good week or so. Yeah. It hasn't been bad. Um, I have an interesting thing that I want to bring up, this being our filthy casual episode. It's, you always start the show out with like a public service announcement. This is, this is, and this, I'm this, really, this, this, this actually here... isn't going to be one of those. This actually isn't going to be one no, of those. No, but I'm here for it. So, no, please well, no, continue. It's, it's, um, it's, it's something I noticed in the last couple of weeks about myself that I want to see if it's something else that somebody else can relate to. Um... And there's a D&D metaphor that I need to use in order to, to make this make sense. To use. Yes, I do, I do. This way that makes sense. So, and harsh, like, big generalization because there's certain exceptions, obviously. But okay. generally in D&D, the best thing that you can roll is a natural 20. Mm-hmm. Meaning that whatever you're trying to do, you do it like the best you could do it. Sure. And the worst thing you could roll is a natural 1, meaning you fuck it up catastrophically. Yeah. Um, have, you, have you noticed that there are, like, things in your life... That you just like, not always, but just sometimes you will roll a natural one on like, on like on like one particular thing. Like it's like an innocuous, like whatever dumb thing that should be simple, but like just every once in a while, you just get that bad fucking roll and you're just like, I can't. Yeah, holding anything in my two hands. <laughs> <laughs> just like holding anything, period. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, because I realize mine's a little bit more specific. Oh, okay. I have trouble with jars. Jars. Like, Opening like, them? No, closing. <laughs> oh, I know. You get like... And it's just all- everyone... Yeah. I just get it and it's just... The angle is just... No, it just doesn't fucking happen. I, I don't know why. I get you. I get you. No, that that definitely happens for me sometimes. But I, I don't know. You just go reverse these a little bit and then it usually catches and then you go forward. I have, I have broken jars. Like I have broken <laughs> lids and jars before with just like trying to fix them and put them back on. That's what I mean when I say rolling a natural one. That's rolling Like it goes one. catastrophically <laughs> sometimes. Wow. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't have that, that problem. The amount of times growing up that I've been yelled at because somebody will pull something out of like the thing and they realize it's gone bad because it wasn't closed properly because mm. I spent five minutes trying to figure it out and just it wasn't fucking happening. Yeah, that's that's mine. Just wow, that's mm. all. Just wanted to. <laughs> I feel I I feel like this has happened recently. Do you need to talk about it? It wasn't as bad recently. <laughs> I just noticed it. What was I fucking? Uh, oh, I was getting. I was I was opening a jar of peanut butter to to get a spoonful of peanut butter because I'm an animal. Uh, you are not an animal. Okay, do you that do this is, too? That is my friend you're talking about. <laughs> you know, you be nice. <laughs> I just, I just fucking, my roommate and our friend Jess saw me doing it a while back and mm-hmm. she was like, are you just eating a spoonful of peanut butter oh, right no, now? I, I absolutely, like, I absolutely do that though. Okay, thank you. Absolutely. It's deli- It's a wonderful little snack. It's a right? nice little, yeah. Yeah, sometimes you're just going to like, it's not, yeah, it's not, it's not too much. Yeah. Oh, and but it's easy. Just like, it's, easy. it's easy. You just scoop and you're good to go. And it's easy on the tummy. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, good. She looked at me like I was fucking no, crazy no, for no, doing no, no, this. No, 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 I absolutely eat spoonfuls of uh, peanut butter. And if I'm feeling like this is a late at night, I need a dessert moment. Yeah. Then I'll get the bottle of chocolate sauce too and have a little chocolate sauce. 
on top? The one that somebody got told me to do was that you do just like the like the spoonful of peanut butter, but you just sprinkle like some chocolate chips in it too. Also that. And I'm like, fun. okay, that sounds fucking yeah. bomb. But then I don't want to get to the place where I start on that path, and then I just have a <laughs> jar of peanut butter that I just pour chocolate chips into, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there just, just like shoveling that into my mouth. I'm like, that's going to be too much, and I'd rather not even know. let myself go down that road. <laughs> It was like a dangerous gateway into just like me sitting on a couch with a mm. bag of chocolate chips and a jar of peanut butter, just like ah, just, just double fisting just it, just going into it like a fucking animal. Yeah, I no, I you're not an animal. Spoonful of peanut butter, totally, totally normal. Okay, cool, totally normal. Um, other than that, though, I mentioned it earlier before we started recording, and no spoilers, obviously, because it just came out. But I went and saw the Batman recently. Yes, which yes. was I. I kind of went into it with some lower expectations, just because mm-hmm. DC has been. Everyone can have their own opinions, but other than with a couple of exceptions, DC has been kind of disappointing with like some mm. of their movies as okay. of late. Okay, so I was just kind of like. And also, like, I'm kind of done with like some of the bigger names right now in DC, uh, just because like fuck. We know. Like, we know. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, we know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, this was cool, though. It was a very different take on some of the... This isn't spoilery, but, like, it's a very interesting different take on, like, the Riddler and how mm-hmm. you normally see him portrayed. Very different take on Bruce Wayne and Batman, mm-hmm. which I thought was really, really cool. Somebody pointed out, it's like they finally got to the Riddler, who's so much more an interesting villain than just about all what of them. What insanely fascinating <laughs> like, fucking villain. Somebody brought that up to me. I don't, I don't remember who, one of my friends. But, like, yeah, somebody was like, Riddler's so much cooler than... Everybody. And <laughs> it, it, it has been my thing yeah. for a long time, and it's something that me and the wife agree on in terms of, like, Batman stuff, is that it's like, we're both sick of the obsession with the fucking Joker in the Batman universe. Yeah. Where it's just like, yeah. I get it, he's a great villain, mm-hmm. I, and he's a favorite, and I understand it, but, mm-hmm. like, the, the repertoire in the Batman universe of, yeah. like, great, interesting villains you could pull from is Absolutely. a long list. So it's like... So many. Yeah, so why just, like, focus on that one? And Paul Dano, fucking kills it mm. he's awesome man. nice nice yeah 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 no i i think um i think it's nice to get into the riddler and just like other dc villains batman villains in general because yeah. like you said there are so many oh uh, yeah exactly. and we're like oversaturated with joker i feel it's so he has his own fucking movie now like i think we're good yeah, i think yeah i think we're good yeah also i think it's time for some other heroes to get some spotlight i think oh for sure i well, Can we get a teen titans movie that would be fucking cool. Right? That would be really sweet. Well, we have the TV show, so I don't That's know if true. the movie's going to be coming That's out soon. That's true. But, yeah. But. Yeah. I haven't watched the show because I saw that one. I saw the first trailer where it's like Robin beating the crap out of a bunch of dudes. And one was like, who do you think you are, Batman? And he like shoots a guy and goes, fuck Batman. You know, I was just like, all right, this is what we're doing. <laughs> I didn't catch this that. This is what we're all it's, oh, it doesn't. Didn't, it didn't look good. I've heard the show's actually not bad, but just like when that was my intro for it, I was like, for uh, sure. I didn't catch the trailer, so. <laughs> Did also get through uh, the first season for Peacemaker. Oh, how was that? It's, I don't know how that show's so good. Uh-huh. Like, it's really, like, it's really good. It's that John Cena effect. It, it's like, why is it so good? <laughs> Here's the thing that I'll say, and then this is like non-spoilery too, as non-spoilery as you could get, uh-huh. just kind of like, everything people kept talking about was that it was like, I can't believe how fucking funny John Cena is, like, da-da-da-da, I'm just kind of like. I was, and I was just, and I was a wrestling fan growing up, and mm-hmm. I saw the rise of John Cena uh-huh. in the WWE, uh-huh. and he was always charismatic. Like he mm-hmm. always had like that ability to go out and just like charm the audience. So I was like, that's so not that's shocking not to me mm-hmm. at all. Right. Like my my take on John Cena has always been like, yeah, this is a theater kid who liked to work out. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's how you become a wrestler. Just Makes like sense. <laughs> makes sense. It was. He has some really good moments. Like as far as like 
acting goes. Not that comedy isn't acting, but just like a very emotional side that I was not that I didn't think that that he was going to do as well as he did. He did a really, really fucking good job. Nice. For people who didn't see the newest Suicide Squad movie, yes. wherein Peacemaker the character, played by John Cena, was introduced, do you think that people need to have seen that movie to appreciate the Peacemaker series, or do you think they'll be okay without it? You'll be okay without it. Like okay. I think there's a, there's some there, there's some context involved that would make you a little bit confused. Okay. Because they kind of call back to the stuff with like Amanda Waller and what happened with that mission. And okay. Like, um why Peacemaker is doing what he's doing right now to kind of like... Specifically, yeah. Specifically because he's still making up for the fact that he was in prison. Mm-hmm. So it's like, this is now another thing to kind of reduce his sentence, basically. Got so it. Okay. Some of that context might be a little missed, but I don't think you, like, need to see it. But here's the thing. If, if you're watching Peacemaker, that means you have HBO Go, and Suicide Squad is on HBO Go. So, so if you need you to, are. you can just watch it. Yeah, <laughs> so like, there you are. <laughs> yeah, you're still good. Like, yeah, I just, was just curious. No, no, for sure. I don't think you necessarily need it, need it, but just... You know, there might be some context that might need to be filled in. For sure. Yeah. What have you been doing as far as video games are concerned? Gaming goes, it hasn't been a ton of stuff lately. Just uh, still going through my legendary run for Mass Effects. Yeah, nice. nice uh, I nice. finished up Mass Effect 2. Okay. Which was awesome. Yeah. Um, I did, so... <laughs> I'm glad you brought this up, actually, because oh. it was another one of those things where it was just kind of like... It... <laughs> Brendan got me into watching speedruns. A while back, <laughs> which are, which are delightful and fun, but they You're also welcome. they also frustrate the fuck out of me. It's just like, oh see, yeah, <laughs> it's like those because it's like those moments where you'll see them just like walk in and blow through a section that you spend about an hour on every single fucking time. And there's no cavalier about and they're it. They're so just it's like so... and just click a click and I'm done and we're moving on. You're like fucking what? <laughs> They're like, so there's, and the, the way they do it too. They're oh, like, it's the worst. So there's the whole level. You can play through that for an hour. Or if you just like go on top of this box and then wedge in between these walls, you can walk to the end of the level. Yeah. <laughs> it's so annoying. But it wasn't even that though. It was no. so, I, I got to the final fight with the big um, human reaper thing that you got to yes. fight at the end there. Yes, yes, yes. That is, I love Mass Effect. That fight's a pain in the ass. Because mm-hmm. I hate, I really, I kind of hate anything where it's like, shoot these specific things in order to actually do damage at and this specific it. time at this specific yeah. time and like it's just like it's fucking artificial difficulty just like you're yeah. making me wait isn't difficult right. but um so i did this time and by the time i got there i had like the m90 fucking like cane or whatever it's called the big nuclear bomb weapon that you the could get. big boy the, yeah. the big boy exactly yeah. thank you um <laughs> pulled that out shot it twice and i was done <laughs> nice <laughs> was just like nice this is it's okay. The, it's the shark bazooka. <laughs> Jinx pretty much, pretty at the much. end of <laughs> oh, spoilers for Arcane if you haven't seen. Sorry. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're fucking years down, and just I mean, you just said shark bazooka like they didn't like. That's true, but um, okay, yeah. So you're you're getting through. You're gonna start three then soon. Gonna start three soon probably. Might take a little break just to make sure I don't burn myself out too much. Sure. And depending on like, because it's again, it's like depending on what happens with like what we're doing with our streaming and whatnot. Mass Effect is still something I would like to do on stream. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to burn myself on it, too, burn myself out for on sure. it too much right now. Well, you've only been playing it like at least once a year for how many years, and it hasn't happened yet. So I looked at it because every time I save the data for it, it shows like the hours I've spent oh, in Mass gosh, Effect. I can only imagine. I'm already at like. 260 hours <laughs> altogether i think that's with both you know that's not as bad as i thought it was gonna be oh no 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 <clears throat> that's not as bad because uh, like each game is like 
Well, once you get good at it, probably less. How many hours do you think each game takes you? Each game? Well, on this one, I'm trying to do a lot more stuff in each game. Like, I'm trying to get through a lot of the, okay. a lot, like, all of, like, the side missions and stuff. Like, okay, but, like, your average, like, before. Average before, um, once I got, like, let's say I got, like, like maxed out on everything. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you um, were just doing your, like, normal Just doing my normal playthrough. Yeah, probably, like, 20 to 30 hours. 20 to 30 hours 20 a game, 30 right? hours around then, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So that, that hour total does actually represent quite a lot of playthroughs, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 for yeah, sure, yeah. for sure. Hmm. But, yeah, but what about you? What's been going on? Um, so, uh, well, streaming. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yeah. Um, so as of the recording of this, we have streamed uh, a handful of times now, mm-hmm. uh, enjoying the crap out of it so fun. It was so much it's fun. It's really, really fun. I've only um, been for it once now for our duo stream, but it was right, such right. a Right, right, our two stream. But, uh, yeah, no, so I've streamed Pokemon, and I've streamed Elden Ring, which I also started playing. Yeah. Which is, like, the new hotness right now. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've heard. Not your hotness, for sure, but, like... <laughs> never gonna be my hotness. Never gonna be my thing. Never. Not even on your radar, I understand. Yeah, no, no, no. I might try it out for a stream if we if, if people want me if to, but, like, there, if the need but, is there, but right. beyond that, it's just, I don't... No, and I totally get it. And honestly, like knowing you and what kind of games you like and 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 things that you don't like about video games yeah. this game would frustrate the hell out of you okay thank you it would frustrate that. the hell out of me because it's it's even frustrating me a little bit with like the inventory system and the complexity of it right but i think it's on the like just the outer outer reaches of the level of complexity that i can handle gotcha anything more and i think i'd be like well i'm done with this but okay it's 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 complicated but it's still fun um the gotcha. biggest thing in Elder Ring for me is that there's no quest guidance system. Yeah, You're yeah, yeah, relying yeah. completely on your brain. And, like, that's a lot. But we live in the age of the internet, so you're not really... It helps relying, out a lot. You're not really relying on yeah. your brain entirely. But that's um, kind of like the, the Bloodborne Dark Souls system, though, isn't it? That's kind of like I you start could, going I, and then you go. You know, I couldn't tell you. From what... I only played a little bit of Dark Souls, and mm-hmm. from what I remember, it was just like you wake up in, a, in, like, a dungeon cell, and then you're just, like, you're getting shit, and you're mm-hmm. on your own. And it's just like, that's it. And there's, it. like, not much guidance. I, that could very well be it. Um, And that wouldn't be super surprising, because it's the same people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> And George Martin. Right. <laughs> um, My wife is so mad about that part of Elden Ring. <laughs> Why? Because cause he... he because there's still another fucking book for the, not Game of Thrones, but the <laughs> Song of Ice and Fire series right, right. that he's been promising. Well, here's here's what got her mad, right? Is that she follows his blog that, that uh-huh. um, he does. Uh-huh. And he put out a thing that, that was just like, I'm getting so sick of people asking me. Of course, I'm still working on the book. Just like, leave me alone. I'm getting it done, da, da, da. And she was just like, you don't get to be this mad, sir. Like, you've been promising this book for like 10 fucking years now. It's been 11 years since the last book came out. Mm, wow. Yeah, I'm like, I'm all about like, artists and creatives in general yeah, like taking working much, at their own yeah, speed. Yeah, yeah, but this is like, he promised it was going to be out like six <laughs> years ago. So it's like, sir, we do, I, I get it. Like, you, yeah. like it's, it's your book. It is your book. But you don't get to be like this like personippity about it. <laughs> That's funny. Huh. Well, I mean, his consulting on this game was probably a lot less than it would be to like make a book. I would think. I don't know, though. I mean, <clears throat> just, I don't know, maybe. I would like to, that's where I would be interested in Elden Ring, to see just kind of like, all right, what did George yeah. Martin do as like behind the scenes a behind-the-scenes thing? Yeah. Because that's that my question cool. whenever I see somebody who isn't necessarily in the video game medium working on stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I still want to see, yeah. I still want to know, like, what uh, uh, Del Toro was doing with Kojima when they were going to be making what PT was supposed to become. Like, I would right. still like to know, like, what his, like, was he just writing like was he like setting up environments or like kind yeah. of like creating the aesthetic for it like that yeah. would be something what was what's the level of involvement what's the level of 
creative play that they have. Yeah, when someone who wasn't traditionally in that medium, like, switching over to doing something like that. Mm -hmm. I think it's still cool that we're seeing that, like, crossover, though. Yeah. That there's, like, other artists who, like, aren't typically in that medium kind of going, like, oh, there's so much cool shit you could do with this. Like, so, no, I'm going to go jump and play in the sandbox for a little while. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Well, yeah, I mean, collaboration, you know, getting two unlike, you know, creatives together to work on a project is going to make that project just incredible. Yeah, especially George R. R. Martin and the guy who makes, like, Dark Souls and stuff like that. Just (laughs) being like, oh, you like breaking people's spirits? Me too! (laughs) I love Oh my god! I love that. That's the two... Let's do this! That's what brought these two parties together. Oh, are you kidding? Of course. (laughs) Have you have you seen the clip of George Martin watching people react to people seeing the red wedding scene from no. Game of Thrones? The man is cackling like Santa at Christmas. Like it is, <laughs> he is so he's like clapping his hands, like he thinks it's the fucking best. Watching people just like start crying. It's <laughs> oh man. Well, okay. But I guess we you kind of need to be that way a little bit if you want to create something, you know, that has oh, that profound effect on people. For sure. And we eat it up. So. Oh, and I love... No, I'm not saying that it's, yeah. like, not without, like, merit or talent. The right. man's a brilliant fucking yeah. writer. Can't pretend he's not. Yeah. I've only read half of one of the actual books. <laughs> but it's... <sighs> That's more than me. <laughs> it's just it's so... It's so much... Too, I love fantasy, but it's just, like, so much detail. It's a lot. So much. I know what a castle looks like. <laughs> like, can we just fucking move on, please? I've got an imagination. Thanks. Like I got it, dude. I got big, t- you know, big, big stone walls. You think really? Okay, cool, great. I don't need the details in the grouting. Let's fucking go. Well, there are some people that want those details. They want to know. The only time that made sense for me. Okay, a little bit of attention here. Sorry. <laughs> only time that one hundred percent made sense to me in books was when authors were literally paid by the word. Because that's why books nah. used to be that detailed. It was nah. because they were paid by the fucking horse. It was like, getting that fucking money, bro. <laughs> that, that's a $5 sentence right so there. Half the reason why Tale of Two Cities is so fucking long. Is that true? Uh, that would be my why else. Like, I don't know. <laughs> why else? With certain books, it's just like, you don't need all that. Well, you know, they didn't have the distractions that we have nowadays. <laughs> There's that too, there is that too. But that to me, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. They're trying to fill time. <laughs> They're trying to fill time. It's true. It's why plays used to be like what four or five hours long or something crazy. Like original Shakespeare plays were like oh, four plays. Yeah, plays. Sorry, I I'm thought just... you said plagues. Oh yeah, you know, just lasting decades because people are like, I'm bored. <laughs> I need something to do. Uh, that's good. <clears throat> uh, other than that, though, you know, I've been streaming. I've been playing. Uh, I might get a new job soon. Yay! Uh, my husband might get a new job soon. Awesome. Uh, so, yeah, just really... Still a trip there, you just say husband. I know. Like, in a really good way. Like, yeah. it's a really good, like, It's trip. pretty cool to say it, too. Yeah, I can understand <laughs> that. I just... A little bit since you brought up, I want to talk about the streaming thing a little bit, because it was a moment that brought me a little bit of joy over the last weekend. What's that? Was, um, so you did your uh, solo stream on... When did you do your... Well, I did... Okay, so we streamed... Two Mondays ago, that Two was, Mondays ago we did that ours. Was Mario Kart. And the next Monday, it was my turn. I did Pokemon that day because that's what I said I was probably going to do, and I did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Friday, I was just struck by the urge, and I was like, "I'm going to stream," and and we did Elden. Ring. Yeah, that's what it was. Was just like so I didn't get to watch either one of the streams because I had shit going on, mm-hmm. but. I knew we streamed on Monday by yourself. Right. And then I get a message from you on on Friday. <laughs> right. And you just go. So I think I might stream again tonight, and I was just like. Oh, I think he liked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, though. yeah, no, it was really, it was a lot of fun. And, you know, the, f- you know, we, I didn't have like a hundred people watching, yeah. you know, but I had a f- 
view that were there or that were lurking and were like interacting, talking with me, and it's it's people that we know and love. You yeah, know? Which so is that's fine. great. Um yeah, no, it's so fun. Yeah. It's so fun. So to which for all the streams, thank you guys for showing up yeah. that stuff. It oh made it, the, the, again, just the one that we did, it was, I had such a good time. Yeah. Like, that was such a fucking blast. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a lot of fun with the game we're playing tonight. That's right. That's right. We're doing So yeah. by the time you hear this, it will already have happened because that's just how our recording schedule is. Yep. We're going to go stream right after we record this. Uh, but we are playing uh, It Takes Two uh, tonight, Game of the Year Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's a, a specifically a two-player game. It's so, so, so much fun. Um, and we're going to play it live on Twitch. Um, so there will be a recording that goes out. So if you're not able to watch it live with us tonight, you will for sure be able to watch it on replay. So much fun. I'm excited. Yeah. I know little to nothing about It Takes Two still, other than like oh, you really? briefly talking about it on the podcast and doing the yeah. little like one-off episode with Garrett that one time you guys mm-hmm. talked about a little mm-hmm. bit more in depth. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I got... Got nothing. No, that's really good. You'll you'll be fine. Yeah, fine. I've been avoiding it, thinking that this might happen. It's like an action platformer. Yeah, great. I'm good with that. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. I'm ready to do it. Well, now that that's all out of the way, it's time to actually get into what we're here to talk about today, and we're just providing some general updates, talking about what's going on in the gaming community, things that are on our radar, and uh, just, you know, just generally chatting. So, what did you want to talk about today? Uh, The first thing I wanted to mention, because it got announced on their uh, Facebook page, was that they it's a soft, very, very soft release date for the Dead Space remake. Nice. Which I, if you know me at all, you nice. know I fucking love Dead Space. Um, basically, they 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 just like released an image of the Ishimura. I'm guessing um, if you know the games at all, it's the first place you have the you, it's the first place you go to in Dead Space. Mm-hmm. Um, the the big the big mining ship out in the middle of space with a little like blinking beacon light calling for help, just like sitting in space. And I was just like, that's so perfect. Then like 2023, just like flashed on the screen, and I was just oh, like, nice. okay, so I got another year to get ready. Okay, cool, <laughs> good to know, good to know, cool. And then just like some stuff about just kind of like here's how the sounds were in the original, here's how it's gonna sound in this one, here's like some of the looks of the updated graphics, how it's gonna go. Mm. So it looks like it's gonna be a straight up like HD sort of like nice, reskin yeah. nice, and like nice, reboot nice, of nice. the game. So I'm like, I'm excited for that because I mean it's not gonna change a whole lot of stuff. That even if they did, I would probably still get it and be excited for it. But just like it just looks like it's gonna be like a graphics update and just like general like gameplay update kind of thing which i'm just like okay cool 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 cool, cool. I'm right excited that's all it. you need really <laughs> that's it mm-hmm. so it was such a good game at the time that i'm just kind of like anything that you could do to just improve on that system i'm just kind of like i'm down for it. i'm cool mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. it felt like when dead space came out and even looking back now it kind of felt like it was one of those ideas that may have been a little bit too big for the time mm. if that makes sense but just okay. like there was definitely like some limitations. Like now you could do things like in horror games, especially like the, the, the gateways have opened up so much in terms of shit you could do like resident using resident evil as like a good example for it to me, like things with like uh, Mr. X in the resident evil two remake. And then in the uh, resident evil eight with the uh, lady Demetrescu, which is like how you have these characters that are just, or these, these, these NPCs basically, or no, just like these villains in this game that are basically always on your ass. And it's not like, a set moments when they could pop out of right. something or right. like do this or do that. It's like, no, once they're going, they're after you. And there's no, so you just got to fucking move and keep moving, period. Mm-hmm. Adds such an interesting level of like tension to it mm-hmm. that I'm hoping maybe this new Dead Space will kind of get to incorporate some gotcha. of this stuff. I see what you're saying. Because yeah. it's like, there was some 
there, there is so many opportunities for them where they can make it just kind of like, and then at any point, at any time, something can pop out of this vent or go crawling through the ceilings and drop down on you and shit like that. Like, Mm -hmm. and it could just like, if they can make it work, that'd be great. If it's still just like, like I said, a reskin, I'm buying it and I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, I think there's a lot of opportunities for improvement on what they had originally done. That would be like, Mm -hmm. okay, here's where we started. Technology has changed so much. Let's go ahead and start taking those extra steps now and see what we can do with this thing. Yeah. 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 That's exciting too for people that maybe didn't get the chance to play it the first time it was around like this guy yeah <laughs> yeah because yeah. that's one that i've always you know seen and gone like oh yeah i'd probably play that enjoy it i know that you speak very highly of it um so that's kind of exciting to get an hd um reskin because that gives me a reason to buy it exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and i think it'd be a good one for us to, to play for the podcast too. absolutely maybe stream maybe stream. <laughs> yeah. yeah there's so much there's so much cool shit in dead space yeah, i absolutely. love it i love it love it so much in the realm of new games coming out, have you mm-hmm. seen anything for this new Square game called Forspoken? Forspoken might no, not be up I your alley. Might not be up your alley. It looks like another RPG sort of action adventure type situation. Okay, but it looks pretty cool, and it's a Square game, so I'm in. <laughs> when you say Square game, Square Enix. Oh, Square Enix. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, um, it's supposed to be coming out uh, October of this year, uh, I believe. Let me double check that. But it looks really, really, um, really interesting. Like your typical open world, you know, in the vein of like Skyrim or Elden Ring or anything okay. like that. Um, but it's a Square Enix game, and yes, it is coming. Uh, it's to be released on October 11th of this Ooh, year. Cool. So okay. There you go. Um, looks like it's going to be for the PlayStation Five. So that might be an issue for non PS Five owners, but. I'm looking forward to it. It sounds like it's exciting. <laughs> so, so, so just like non-PS5 owners, you mean like 80% of the population right yeah, now? Yeah, you know. no one can fucking... <laughs> still, no one can get a fucking PS5 Places right now? Places are getting restocked. Places are getting restocked. They're just super expensive. No, I know. That's what I, that's what I mean, though. It's just yeah, kind of like... it's it's It was like... So where we're at now with the PS5 is we were at with the fucking new Xbox like a year and a half ago. Yeah. We're just like, we got it, but we just have to charge you like $900 fucking dollars for <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Because we don't know when we're going to get more at this point. I was just... Yeah. just Jesus fucking Christ. Right. Stop being dicks about consoles. Just stop. Why are you buying and reselling them? Let people have fucking joy. Oh my god. I hate this shit. Yeah. This is the worst it's ever fucking been. It's well, the worst it's been. Well, maybe if companies paid people better, people wouldn't have to do that. There, there is definitely fucking that too. <laughs> but I also know there's also just assholes who are just like buying them up when absolutely. they come out and up and like reselling them at a higher price to fucking gouge the market. Yeah, absolutely. Dicks. Speaking of dicks, uh, hate, yes? hate raids are happening again. Motherfucker! Twitch, can you believe? But they're targeting L- people using the LGBTQIA tag. Also, they're literally just like going down the list. It's like first it was people of color, now it's gonna be LGBTQIA. And like women are getting targeted too. Like Oh for sure. Let's like, make no bones always... about it. Oh like... no, but like <laughs> whatever marginalized group is getting attacked, like the one that's gonna get attacked the most is like the woman within that group. So it's no, always gonna be right. like yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. Um but yeah, no, so I've been seeing stuff on like Twitter, um, and like TikTok, you know, people talking about like, hey, you know, Here's how to take precautions against things like this. So if you are out there and you listen to this podcast and you don't know how to protect yourself from hate raids when and if they do happen, um, make sure that you go find some. There's a lot of resources uh, Mm -hmm. and a lot of information out there about what to do. Um, And I could give you advice, but we only barely just started streaming. So I would definitely go get it from a more reputable source. But the basic, the broad strokes are like, go to follower-only or sub-only chat, go to emote-only chat, clear your chat, 
run an ad break if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, get your face off screen. Because they, the hate readers, they want to see your reaction. And yeah. that's what's coming out about a lot of these, is that they're actually streaming the hate raid on third-party streaming services. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I heard about that, yeah. too. It's so yeah. gross. It's yeah. so And it's, like, this gross. one user in particular who is, like, broadcasting the hate raids. And that's just... That's fucking sick. And it's just, like, so, something... To, just, like, hopefully none of, the, none of those people are... Listening or watching our fucking podcast. You better fucking not be. You better be. not be. We don't want you here, first of all. But just in case you happen to see this, if I could give out a little bit of advice. um, And this sounds obvious, but like literally do anything else. Mm. And, and I mean, and that sounds like I'm being an asshole and I kind of am, but also like, I promise you, like doing something that is more creatively fulfilling, even doing something a little bit more artistically fulfilling in general, it is, is a much better serotonin boost than doing this. Mm. I promise you. Like, cause that's all, just understand that you're chasing a high. That's all you're doing with this. You are chasing a fucking high because you like seeing that reaction. You like see, and you like it. And you like it in that feeling of like, that you have that power that you have, were able to control something like that. I promise you go get clay. Like go get a piece of paper and write, <laughs> like do anything else. And it's yeah. way fucking, it's going to be harder work. But it's going to be way more fulfilling in the end for you. I promise. Do that instead. Otherwise, go fuck yourself. Because <laughs> yeah. there is just, there's no, I don't. And, and also, I think I would say too, just like on top of what you were saying too. Mm-hmm. Um, keep bugging the fuck out of Twitch. Because they're going to yeah. keep going on believing that they fixed this problem. And they're going to, until people make it really annoying for them, they're going to keep letting it happen and not care. <sighs> so stay on their ass. Because otherwise, it's not going to get any fucking better. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, I get that, like, third-party streams and whatnot are how they're doing this, and just, like, they keep changing the system and whatnot. It has to be on Twitch to make sure this shit stops. Yeah. It is their platform. It is their company. They're the ones that need to be on top of this shit. Absolutely. They need, the one, they need to be the faces of the, of the people on Twitch. The people who own Twitch and run Twitch on a day-to-day basis need to be the ones who are putting up the front of saying, this is not okay to do on this platform. Period. Mm-hmm. But also Twitch, we really, really like you. And please make us affiliates. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I know Twitch just, isn't listening. <laughs> no, they're not listening. They're not listening at all. So sorry, where am I wrong? Like, <laughs> no, you're not wrong. <laughs> it's, your, it's your company. Like, <laughs> stay on this shit. Absolutely. Uh, but speaking of streams and mm-hmm. more positive news, yes. uh, the stream awards just happened. They did. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I didn't, I didn't catch them, uh, to be honest. Me neither. I don't know many of the big time streamers, but I did know the person who, or I don't know the person, but I know the streamer. I know of the streamer who won best speedrunner. And that's Small Ant. I don't know if you're familiar. I don't know Probably Small Ant, no. Um, but he does, he does a lot of speedruns. He does a lot of stuff more in, like, the Nintendo world of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, very very notable, very popular on YouTube as well. Um, and he won Best Speedrunner. So I was like, that's hey, awesome. I know that guy. That's yeah. really cool. Okay. Um, also, did you know that, like, games win categories, too? For, like, stream awards? Yeah. Yeah, no. Minecraft won, like, Best Stream Game. Or something like How that. Do you, is it okay? I know I was so like, confused. <laughs> Let's just this is this is great. Let's start streaming and then immediately just talk shit on everything about streaming. This is perfect. I love like, I love our and setup. just like show everybody how inept we are when it comes to the world. Let's that we're just entering. move into a new town and start digging our own grave right away. Right. Let's just get it out the fucking game. Yeah. Um. I just, what is best, is it just the one that's the most streamed? Because like Maybe, maybe, maybe that's it. Or I is it, well, is, is Minecraft still a free game to get? 
Like, can yeah, you still like download it for free? So I can see it being like most accessible to stream then as well. If it's just like maybe. download and then stream right away, like you don't have to like pay a bunch of shit to make it work and whatnot. I suppose maybe, maybe, or at least it's gotta be pretty cheap. I would think. I would think. I remember. I'm pretty sure I could still get Minecraft for free on Xbox if I wanted to. I think you're right. I think you're right. Hold on. We have the internet at our disposal right now. Let's see real quick. <laughs> we can't much... both. We can't both be looking. <laughs> okay. Fair. Oh, I didn't realize you were already looking. Yeah. Are you looking? Stream game of the year. Yeah. Minecraft. Okay. Um, mostly it's like best variety streamer, best, uh, just chatting streamer, things like that. But then also there's individual game categories, like best League of Legends streamer, best, oh, okay. you know, like, et cetera, et cetera. So I just found that really interesting. That, that, that makes a little bit of sense. Cause then it's like, cause there are like games that do get streamed a lot, like a lot more than others. So it's like, you do have like League of Legends, Fortnite, like the sure, big, like the, the big, big categories. the big category. So yeah, I could yeah, see yeah. like. Breaking up to being like, and here's who, quote unquote, the best streamer for League of Legends or for this and whatever. Right. And is it just broken down by game? Oh, no, no, no. There's like best, like, best, like, um, like just chatting or best. Um... Oh, okay. Well, no, but I mean, like, with, with, within like the games themselves, because I could see it being like best, like, best, like, person to go to watch League of, League of Legends for if you want to, like, learn how to play League of Legends or, like, oh, casual play for League like of Legends. Like, mentoring League of Legends. No, nothing like that. You know, that. something like that. Not breaking okay. down like that. No. That might be a good idea. No, well. No. <laughs> also, good thing you do is to move into a new town and start telling other people how to do How to do it! <laughs> That's the best thing you could do. That's the best. It's just really it's start great. mansling to everybody what yeah, they're doing wrong. Doing really great. Wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Um, but yeah, so that was the stream awards. That's cool. Uh, that happened. There were also some other awards that happened recently. There too, was. Right? This was one that I paid a lot of attention to. Because, yeah, tell um, me more. I'm really interested to learn more. So this year was the set was the second year that they did uh, the um, accessibility awards. This is only their second year. This is only their second year. Oh, it, got, wow. it got established. Okay. It got established last year. Um, okay. Two online content creators, um, Alana Pierce, who I talked about before on this thing. Okay. Um, and this other gentleman named uh, Steven Spawn, who is who is a streamer, a gamer, and a huge advocate within the disabled gamer. Uh, yeah. community in and of itself um, put together this award show basically by their own admittance to try to uh, bribe or guilt gaming companies into making their games more accessible because literally yeah. a lot of people yeah, like you dangle awards in front of them all of a sudden people give a shit like, yeah. it's, which well, is sad but it's fucking true yeah, though right but it's also cool because like I watched the whole thing it's like an hour it's on a lot of Pierce's YouTube page and it's, it's an hour-long watch it's a really fun time, like, honestly, but it's also a really educational thing in terms of, like, understanding what accessibility means and, like, the tools that game creators can use in order to make... And just in general, like, what... Like, just in general, like, what accessibility means. Uh, Steven Spawn at the beginning um, puts it really well. He says, like, say that you and your friend are watching a baseball game from the other side of the fence. Like, you're not in the stadium, you're on the, you're on mm -hmm. the fence watching the game, and your friend can just, like, look over the fence and see the game easily, but you need to get, like, a soapbox to stand on or, like, right. you have your friend help hoist you up and whatnot. Uh -huh. That's accessibility, basically, in and right. of itself, is that it's, like, you want to have as close to the same experience as somebody else does, but just, like, you need some extra tools in order to help you do that. Mm -hmm. And so it was. it's just an award show that just, like, was highlighting what games have done, like, have made some extra steps, some very obvious extra steps to sort of, like, help make accessibility a much easier thing for people who... Just, like, don't have the same, like, capabilities as some people. Or yeah. just, like, born with, like, different, like, features yeah. on that themselves. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, like, it's really, like, so it's just, it's a really, really cool thing. 
Um, I would like to run through like some of the stuff that happens. Yeah, I'm because, really like, like. What are some of the different categories? Yeah, so like the the, uh, the first one here that is showing up for me is uh, is the, the the first category was called second channel um, for games that give players uh, uh, a second means uh, or interface to get the information uh, they may need to progress. So this is like. Um, so most games, it's like it's just very blatant, like visual cues and whatnot. This adds in like different color schemes that you could do for like colorblind players and whatnot oh, okay. to get more accessibility there. Sure. Um, if you're hard of hearing or deaf, there's like other things that'll happen with like visual cues that'll help you out there, okay, or say more that more visual cues, yeah. more visual cues, or say that like you have trouble seeing or you're blind but you still play games. There's more auditory clues that'll help tune you mm -hmm. into stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it was just, and the one that one for that was the Guardians of the Galaxy game. Oh wow, that's really cool. To which I can say, having played it, like that, that interface is very friendly in terms of like mm. indicating where things are, how to look onto them, where to where to find things and whatnot. So okay. it's like that. So one that makes was, sense. Yeah. Yeah, that one made sense. Um, clear text was a really, really big one for just like being able to make adjustments for like subtitles on games mm -hmm. or like the general text in a game period okay, and whatnot. Because sure. some people. It's just like depending on their vision, just like some things just yeah, like work differently. Yeah. Yeah. Even for me, just like I don't I don't need glasses or contacts or anything like that, but even sometimes I go in and adjust like the text on games and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. Um yeah. Halo Infinite one for that one. Oh cool. Which cool, was cool. like Halo Infinite I'll, just to just because it got brought up, Halo Infinite one two. Oh. Which cool. I was very, very happy for. Um huh. and the other one that I got was for sorry, I gotta scroll a little bit here because it was down towards the bottom. Oh, the other one I got was for uh, training grounds. Hmm. Which is sort of the open world tutorial kind of idea for it like if you ever played like I'm trying to think of a good example like um a game that just has a mode where you could just go into like an open area with like all, a, a bunch of different components of the game and you just kind of like fuck around and get used to it hmm. it's not like a tutorial per se but it's just you sort of like it's an open area but you just sort of like start fucking around with yeah, mechanics like a game sandbox almost a sandbox yeah. yeah 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 you could just like there's no like Big enemies. There's no like guidance system to it. You could just like go in there and kind of like just start puts around, yeah. puts around, and start playing with the mechanics and whatnot. Yeah. And just like I had never thought about that as being there for as an people accessibility as a tool because yeah. it's like it's stress free. Someone who has yeah. like has to remap shit on one on the buttons and whatnot, mm -hmm. or like figure out how they're gonna actually play the game. Yeah. Just take all their time and just go screw around in there. Which I was yeah. like, okay, I, I didn't even I didn't even think about that being that yeah. kind of a tool for somebody. Right. There's so much stuff that like I don't even recognize as being like accessibility tools. Uh huh. Um, but this one, when they announced it, it was really, I didn't expect it. I was watching, I was just like cleaning dishes and shit like that. Um, and they announced like, and the winner is Halo Infinite for training grounds. Mm. And I cried <laughs> oh. just because like, it's a franchise that I've been yeah. following since yeah, yeah, I yeah. was a kid. So to see that, like hmm. they're being recognized or at the very least seem to be a group that are making, um, attempts to create more accessibility and to try to make that push forward and whatnot. Right. It was just like, it meant a lot to me to know that there's a company mm. that I've, or at least like a franchise of it that I've been in love with since I was a kid that is trying to do good things, yeah, which is yeah, really yeah. cool. I'm curious, and we'll pro and as time goes on, it'll yeah. probably shift, but I'm curious if, you know, because this is only year two of uh, the Accessibility Awards. Yeah. So I wonder if there are, you know, some, maybe some winners that weren't exactly like trying to be accessible, but like accidentally stumbled into being accessible. That That's a great question from you what, know? from what I know though. So, so Steven Spawn, like I said, is, is a big advocate within the disabled yeah. gamer community. Uh -huh. Um, and he is somebody who is known for like, not being a dick, but like <laughs> being pretty forward about like getting on developers as far as being like, about like reaching out and being like, um, mouse sensitivity is an issue in this like you need like, just like you know just kind of like look I'm wheelchair bound I need more help in this area and this area and this area like he has sat down with like the developers at like Rockstar and places like yeah. that that tell him like 
here's what you need to fix. Here's what you need to do. So it's like, if there is, if there's a group of people who like really, really, oh God. And they, uh, they, they were, they were paired with a, with a company that, uh, it's, that's also, it's like abled gamers or something like that. I can't remember what it is. I'm sorry. I'll look it up and send it to Garrett so he could like put an overlay <laughs> in on here. The screen right now. I'm sorry. I completely forgot what it was, but they work with somebody else who are like a big advocacy group for disabled gamers and whatnot. So my imagining would be that if it is like with this group, it's definitely people who like know that no no to look for the companies who are actively trying to make these to make these changes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Because okay, good, because, good, yeah, because like not to immediately start talking about a new game, but they definitely mention they mention a few times that Elden Ring is a game that has a lot of accessibility issues, issues. a lot of accessibility I, issues. I, yeah, having played it, I can understand that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the thing is too, and that this this was pointed out by them, and it was pointed out by another guy I started following on TikTok called the Blind Gamer, um, mm. who really kind of got me. Well, I was already following Stephen Spawn and Alana Pierce, but just like really kind of got me down this like line of like I want to get more into like this idea of like accessibility and gaming and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was doing a podcast. He was talking to another uh, disabled gamer. If they were, by the way, I'm sorry. I, this is the term that they were using on the award show was disabled gamers. So I'm hoping that that's the right term. If I'm if I'm if I'm mixing this up, I apologize. Um, I'm not trying to be offensive. This is just like the terminology that I heard. So I'm just, you know, I'm, 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 I'm parroting right now. <laughs> just want to make sure that like people know I'm not trying to be an asshole about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were talking about that. It's like that with stuff like Elden Ring, the, the quick answer that people always give is like, well, well, they just introduced like an easy option for the game and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, one, that doesn't fix the problems. No, just making it not, easier to fix no, the problems. Yeah. And two, the, the thing that people don't talk about with accessibility is not they want the game to be easier. No. They want to be able to play the game. By putting an easy mode on something like Elden Ring, that it's ruins like, the spirit of the game. It's like patronizing. It's very patronizing. Yeah. It's like, we don't want it easier. We just want to be able to play the game. Like, yeah, that's all it like, is. Duh. Yeah, <laughs> and so it's like when people recommend that stuff, like like you said, it's very patronizing. Yeah. It's like it's not addressing what the actual issues are. Yeah, making the game easier doesn't like make the text larger and make it like so people can read it. Yeah, and it doesn't like make the visual cues better. Like it doesn't actually add anything. It's like it's like when <laughs> it's like when somebody says like meets a deaf person and then they start shouting at the deaf person. It's yeah, like, you're, you're like, not you're not, actually, you're not fixing the problems. You're not actually helping yeah, or not. doing anything right here. Yeah. 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 It would be better if you just started writing down what you wanted to tell them. Like that's right. <laughs> And even then, that's not a 100% reliable means of communication always. No, 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 no. Um I did want to mention though because we talked about it earlier and we're going to be playing it. It takes two got an award. At the Accessibility Awards really? as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, nice. yeah. Um, it got peer assistance for games that allow players to progress through challenges uh, presented by the game with assistance from another player. Oh, nice. So being able to play through a game with somebody else to be That's able to awesome. help you through puzzles yeah. and yeah, challenges yeah, yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Which is also, again, something I didn't, I never thought as being like an, an yeah. accessibility thing. I was right. like, oh, but it makes sense because the amount of times I've played games that aren't co-op where I could just go like... This would be easier if I had somebody else here. <laughs> totally fucking makes sense, though. What I'm hearing is not that... easier. Excuse me. Just like it'd be much be able to navigate right, 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 right. Be able to navigate. What I'm hearing is when things are more accessible mm-hmm. for the people that need it to be accessible to, it actually makes it better for everybody. It really, really does. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. And and here's the thing too is just kind of like as I talked about this too, just like other some streamers who have like. Because another game they talked about um, was a it was it, it didn't get an award but it got kind of a shout out in it too was a Dead by Daylight. 
Oh, okay. Like the big multiplayer, like run around from Mm -hmm. the killer kind of thing was just like, is one that has made a lot of very obvious steps towards getting more accessible in their games. Because I talked about that at the beginning of it. It was just like a lot of reach out from fans who were just kind of like, I would love to play your game, but it's got this issue for me or this issue for me and this issue for me. And just like the team immediately started going and just kind of like, oh yeah, we can add this feature. We could change this around a little bit. We can make this a little bit better and whatnot. Just like so... Just like there are companies and game developers who are making the push and the strides mm-hmm. without the guilt of the game awards and just like right. the pressure from it or whatnot. But right, right, right. And it's good. It's encouraging to hear that like a game like Halo and that developer yeah. was actually yeah no pushing for that. That's good. That that makes it was me, a lot of. Me. I mean, just like it's the one time that I was really happy to see a lot of really big names on the docket yeah. for something like this. I, I'm happy that, like, the organization that organizes those awards doesn't have to, like, scrape the bottom of the barrel, like, oh, I guess, I guess this game was pretty accessible in this category, not even yeah. though they weren't trying, you know, I'm, glad, no, yeah, that, yeah, 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 I'm yeah. glad that they're not forced to make decisions like that, that they're actually able to pick games, like, where the developers were trying to be accessible, you know, exactly. and then just accidentally stumble into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, no, I don't know what you mean. Well, it was a, it was a cool lineup just like because it, it was it was run like a big award show like they had like the two hosts was Alana Pierce Steven Spawn and then they had presenters um and like the presenters were obviously people from the from, from the disabled gamers community and whatnot so if you know a lot of them like the only one that I recognize from that group was this uh young lady called Sweet Anita mm. who was who was um I don't want to mix it up because because I've been told that it's wrong I don't I don't think it's Tourette's because unless I'm wrong, I think Tourette's is the physical tick that happens for people, whereas what she has is the is she has the physical and the verbal tick that she can't control. Oh, Tourette's I think can manifest both ways. It can manifest both ways. Uh, but we're not medical experts. We're not medical experts, so I'm just like that's why I'm trying to be careful with this because I'm not sure. I am pretty sure that Tourette's can present as both physical and verbal. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Just want to make sure um, that I'm not like misrepresenting anything here. Don't right. take my advice to anything medical I say on this fucking show ever. <laughs> we Jesus are Christ, not a medical don't. podcast. No, God no, <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, but like they, they had her. They had a uh, a uh, uh, um a uh, fucking um Ethan from a uh, Crank Gameplays, if you know him at all. Mm. Uh, Jack Septikai, who was just oh, yeah. who has been a huge name in gaming. He also won a streamy award. He did. Well, he's I love Jack Septikai. He won the philanthropic one. Makes sense. He's a good dude. He's a very mm. fucking good dude. Yeah. Um, but also, the whole show was uh, sponsored by Pizza Hut, and one of the presenters was Ryan Reynolds. Oh, nice! Yeah. He's a genuinely good guy, too. He's a genuinely good dude, He's too. Well, he had worked with Steven Spawn on something a while ago, too, about, like, the disabled gamer community oh. and whatnot, too. So, just, like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, apparently, when they asked him, it's like, would you be down to, like, present That's a work awesome. with this? He was like, fucking absolutely. Ugh. My heart. Canadians, man. <laughs> uh, better than all of us. <laughs> it's true. For the most part. There's some, like, I see some shit on TikTok where I'm just kind of like, mm. oh, you also have racists. Okay. Yeah, cool. Get well, to know. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> but yeah, um, like I said, it's on, uh, just to, uh, but uh, just to go through some other things, just to like to help educate a little bit more too. Yeah, it was yeah, also yeah. like um, Final Fantasy XIV Inwalker got the award for remapping, uh, games that allow players to remap or remap reconfigure. Buttons? Yeah, remap the buttons nice. and whatnot too. Oh my God. I want that in every game. That just needs to be a thing. See, that's what I'm saying. Period. Like, make it more accessible for, like, the disabled community and the people that need it, and it's better for everybody. Yeah. And then just, like, if you don't need to remap the buttons, cool, just don't. Yeah. Like, that's it. Just don't do it. Right. Um, AI assistance was a big one. That was uh, Forza Horizon 5, 
Which again, something I never thought of was just for games that allow players to progress through challenges with assistance from an in-game AI. Oh, nice. Basically, just like if a game realizes you're having trouble in a certain area, oh. it'll like chop you some loot or give you something or like throw up a guidance system to help you sure. through an area and whatnot. Or to like ask you like, hey, do you need a hint? Or like, do you want some guidance here? Which I appreciate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I want the option to say no. <laughs> <laughs> No, I got this. Shut I up. Know. Yeah, <laughs> if I'm struggling, I'm like, no. God, the amount of games I've just like yelled at my team, which is like, fuck you, I don't need help. Yeah. Okay, but what is it though? Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, and then uh, improved precision for games that allow players to increase or decrease things like movement sensitivity, so that they may be, mm. that they may be uh, precise with their actions in the game or its interfaces. That's nice. Uh, then went to Far Cry Six. Which I was like, okay, cool, big title, big company, Ubisoft and whatnot. That's kind of cool, nice, too. Nice, nice, nice. Um, and again, something else, too, that's just like, has always been, for me, has always just been like a thing where it's kind of like, yeah, obviously, your players should be able to adjust their sensitivity. I'm I'm personally somebody who, any shooter or any game I get into, I immediately go into my configuration and I bring my sensitivity levels way low. <laughs> so that, like, so that, like, if you make a big movement on your thing, it's, like, smaller yes. on the character? Yes. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't have to super fine, like, movement? I just, I know that there are some people, like, this dude, this, one of the streamers I still follow, uh, Ray Narvaez, um, he's on YouTube and Twitch, um, he, his shit is always just, like, maxed out. Hmm. But that's just, like, how quick he is, though. That it's just kind of, like, he needs it to be, like, that fast, where it's, like, if he pushes the joystick, he whips the fuck around where he wants to go, and I'm just, like, shut the fuck no, I want to be able to hold the stick to the left, and my character goes slowly. <laughs> yeah, I don't need. I'm good. I want to take my time. I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> uh, I don't remember anything else anything notable. Else. Um, we did clear text. We did that. We did that. Um, oh, input reduction, which is a big one that I didn't realize. Uh, this went to a game called Before Your Eyes uh, from Skybound Games. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know them, but it was uh, for games that allow players to decrease the amount of input reduction needed to successfully undertake a sequence of action required by the game. So, like, stuff where it's like a button mashing sequence. Like, Dead by Day, that's a good example. Like, if you get picked oh, up by the killer, yeah, you yeah, got to yeah, click yeah, the two yeah, buttons yeah, in order yeah, to yeah. wiggle out and whatnot. Yeah. Um, even for someone like um, Alana Pearson, the thing who, ta- who talked about how she just has, like, tendinitis in her thumbs... Like just sitting there and like hitting two, yeah, two buttons rough, over and over again yeah. can actually start to really, really hurt. Yeah. So translating that to like full accessibility for somebody is like, yeah, for some people it's just better if they could just hold down a key or just press one button yeah. or like anything that yeah, makes it a little yeah, more yeah. easier. But I know that also goes into um, mapping as well because sometimes it just matters in terms of like which are the two buttons that you're clicking over and over again and whatnot. So right. it all, all this all kind of ties together and whatnot. And I think that was. Almost oh, ability to bypass. Um, for games that allow players to bypass or skip sections that they're unable to successfully um, engage with, so this would be like being able to skip like QTEs that aren't that sure. that, that, that aren't um, that, that aren't the best for everybody and whatnot. Right. Just and just like certain sections of games, and also just yeah. like cutscenes and shit like that too. Right. Uh, Life is strange. Uh, True Colors, another uh, Square Enix title. So Square mm-hmm. Enix took home two, and um, the Halo Infinite Team three four three Industries nice. took home two as well. Very cool. And the thing too is, is like, I don't think anybody gets like a physical award because it's all it was all streamed. Oh, well. and so everyone like sent in their like acceptance speeches and whatnot, and oh. everybody was like streaming from, and everybody who was like presenting awards did it from their homes and whatnot too. Okay. So it wasn't cool, like cool, cool. so as far as I know, there's no like at least right now there's no like physical thing they get. Oh, so it's not even like a trophy they, they can show something. Off. There should be something. There should be something. Surely, 
don't know. I think right now being able to see you got shouted out and given an award at the Accessibility Awards yeah, of course. should be enough of a fucking clout chase for you. Yeah. Not that you should need the clout chase to try to make your games easier for, or more accessible for some people. I'm realizing I do that too. I keep saying make it easier. It's not about making it easier. It's about accessibility. So my yeah. own language is to change on this fucking subject too. Yeah. So I'm working on that as well. Making it more – lowering the bar to entry. Exactly. It's lowering yeah. the bar to entry, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's what we, it's, it is still part of the philosophy of what we always talk about on the show, though, yeah. that it's like anyone can be a gamer. Anyone can fucking play a game. Like it yeah. doesn't matter where you come from. But whenever – I know this brought it up to me, though. Watching this show brought it up to me, though. So like as far as like – like um, not to put us down with like that because I think we're doing good, but just like in terms of just like how we present ourselves as being like, you know – accepting to all like all gamers are welcome like da, 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 da. we don't make a big effort to say like yeah and yes this does include like the disabled gamers we want you guys to listen and watch us too um and so just like that but that's something i kind of want to get better on moving forward too is just like mm-hmm. talking about occasionally bringing up stuff like this and talking about i love that podcast absolutely like, yeah, 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 yeah yeah there's no reason that we shouldn't yeah yeah i'm glad, I'm glad we're in something <laughs> that yeah. But yeah, again, um, Alana appears on YouTube. It's on her channel. It's like an hour and 10 minutes long. And it's a really fun watch. And you get to learn a lot of stuff. And it's just, it's really it's really cool to see the company, the, the bigger companies especially, trying to make the, these big strides forward and whatnot. Yeah. Um, oh, it's not on here. And I don't remember which one it was. But um, Among Us got something. I think it might have just been like the most progress for like accessibility or something like that. I, I don't remember huh. what it was. But it was just like... And their panel of people, they had vote on, like, the nominees. Just everybody said Among Us. So, like, Among Us is... The company that makes Among Us is another group that is apparently making, like, big moves and strides for, like, accessibility and whatnot for gamers, which is really, really cool. Who knew? (laughs) Just wanted to throw that out there. But, yeah. That's really cool. That's that's what I was doing my day-to-day was checking this out. (laughs) Well, uh, there's one more thing that I have to talk about. And I hope that this is also accessible to people that want to go visit, it's a uh, Super Nintendo World is coming to Los Angeles. What to- a time to be alive! <laughs> <laughs> it's I feel like it's about time. <laughs> it really, really is. <laughs> yeah, I've just like this has been like the thing that we talked about when we were kids. I know that just like the Nintendo Disneyland would just right. be like the perfect. I wouldn't go anywhere else as a child. <laughs> like fuck Six Flags in Disneyland. This is that would be the only place I would ever go. Yeah. Where else do you need to go? I haven't really cared about Nintendo that much for a long time. Right, but <laughs> but I I'm psyched that this is happening. <laughs> me, me fucking too, man. So um I we don't really know what it's gonna look like yet. Uh, it's coming in 2023. Uh, so it's a ways out, but if you've seen anything from um, Japan's Super Nintendo World, it's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that they had already had it like set up in Japan and how cool already it was. Oh yeah. Because when I first heard about it coming to Los Angeles, I was like, oh, "Are we gonna get a fucking Dashcon situation again?" Because that would also be kind of amazing. <laughs> Dashcon. That was the like the Tumblr con that they did years ago. Oh, Dashcon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where it just it was just three sad people in a fucking tiny like kiddie pool filled with balls. Yeah. Oh, Dashcon. Why would it be that? Why would it be that? I don't know. You fucking like what do you what do you mean? We're living in the post. Just like we're. What was the what was the other big one? Fucking Firefest. 
We're living post-Dashcon and Firefest, all right? Like, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> well, those are events. This is a whole, like, theme park Fair expansion. Enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but, yes. Um, so, the one in Japan looks really, really cool because they have, like, the Mario Kart ride that is like, got virtual reality going on, too. Um, they have, like, a Yoshi ride. And then a lot of, like, merch and, like, just fun, oh, things, yeah. that, fun things that you can interact with within the park. So, right. it should be a pretty cool i kind of hope that it's larger once it's moved out here i hope we get like a big wing of the theme park that is the super nintendo world but we should we'll we'll see what happens where are they gonna put it i don't know (laughs) probably near universal i mean that's what i mean though because i'm just like where do we have space in fucking california anymore to put another theme park in well it's gonna be like a section of you know like how harry Potter. oh yes yes, yes yeah yes, yes. it's not you, like it's own theme got you. Got you. it's ex- part of universal oh they're expanding universal that's yeah, right sorry yeah, sorry yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah i was like where the fuck are they gonna put this shit now <laughs> no it's its own it's its own thing but it's gonna be an expansion of universal studios gotcha so. it still trips me out sometimes that like universal is expanding as a theme park but yet it's that place is also like an actual studio that still like makes things. <laughs> makes movies and stuff. It's just like how do how? Like how do you keep like how do you do that? It's probably how they keep themselves afloat. More than I don't know. Universal is still like a pretty like big like production company. Like I don't I don't know, I don't know. maybe. I would assume that like, between the two things, like I would assume that like well, I don't know. They've been fucking up lately. They, they've been they've been really someone some of Universal is still really pushing for the dark Universal cinematic universe to be a fucking thing. It's the shit where like they keep like remember when the the Tom Cruise Mummy movie and like uh yeah like the Tom I think that was the only thing they they got made actually they had like five other plans I think that was it yeah the death the Tom Cruise Mummy movie that was supposed to like be Okay, a few years back they made a mummy, a, a remake of the original mummy movie with Tom Cruise. Okay, and that was supposed to bridge. That was supposed to be like the beginning catalyst for this like expanded universe of the Universal monster movies. So like in the movie, um, they allude to Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Okay. being a thing. Um, they announced that Javier Bardem, I think, was going to be in a Frankenstein movie. Johnny Depp was going to be in an Invisible Man movie. Like, it was going to be a whole thing where it was going to legitimately try to, like, make an expanded like, get, like, universe. The monsters get the monsters back together, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which on paper sounds cool, but... Was Jim Carrey going to come back for the Grinch? No, he was not. Oh, no, no. Man, it, that's he's no, not, he's no not, wonder that it fell apart. He's not part of, like, the original Universal Monsters. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so goddamn much. <laughs> I got to laugh. Jesus Christ. So fucking dumb. <laughs> I hate it. Thank you all so much for listening. That is the end of this episode. We hope that you enjoyed listening to us talk about the world of video games and what's going on right now. Talking about the awards, the accessibility awards, really inspiring things that are coming uh, in the world of video games. We want to know what should we cover in the future and what are you looking forward to this year in gaming? Let us know. Also, if you have any ideas for future discussions, um, uh, please send us an email at 3VLpodcastteam at gmail.com. Uh, and give us your ideas. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at 3VL Podcast. We're also on TikTok under the same name. Um, and now, every pretty much every Monday moving forward now, you can catch either both of us or Brendan on our Twitch channel. Same name, 3VL. Um, so please come check us out there if you guys just like watching us being a bunch of goofballs while and we play games and whatnot. Fridays, too. And Fridays, too. Okay, yeah, so apparently Fridays. Fridays is Monday also Monday and Friday, 8 o'clock. Monday and Friday at 8 o'clock, too. Yeah. Um, 
We're going to work on trying to get us both to do like a solo stream and whatnot. I just currently don't have the equipment right now. So. We're going to get that. We're going to get that. <laughs> We're going to get that. It's going to happen. So at the very least, you will see both of us um, every, on, other uh, every other Monday when we do after we record our podcast. Then than that, you will see this lovely gentleman on Monday and Friday. So we hope you, we thank you guys so much for listening and watching. And we hope you enjoy the rest of the stuff we got coming out. See ya. Thank you.